0: Okay, and welcome back to another issue of Tea Time with Mother and Crone. And again, we're waiting on Mother. Hopefully, um, she's been some injections this month. We got our fingers crossed, Christmas spirit, Yule spirit, all that good stuff coming, and she will be back. But since she's not here, I have again. Terrorize. I mean, ask Jason to come back on the show again. So Jason is gracing us with his presence again tonight while we talk a little bit about Yuletide. Jason, I am so thankful that you're on tonight, and you want to tell us what it is that we have in our cups. And I have a new cup tonight. Tonight so.
1: we're going to discuss cloves.
0: I got to turn that around.
1: Cloves. Cloves. Oh. We were talking about stressing, but clove has a mild um painkiller aspect if you're trying to do stress and you're hurting it doesn't exactly help you do stress having clove and some sometimes mixing with chamomile or something else will help you calm down because of the painkiller aspect of
0: clove you know and i have to admit if you've walked the mile for the fifth time trying to find something for somebody, I don't know about you guys, but my feet start to really hurt. And when you're trying to de-stress, anything that hurts just makes it, what, a hundred times worse, at least?
1: Well, pain, there are some people that, you know, pain makes them just very irritable and short-tempered. And I don't know anybody like that. Um, um <laughs> a little bit more just to snap a little bit more at people and
0: yeah i can do that really well (laughs) it's it's true though um you don't realize i guess too a lot of times during the holidays we're we're running and we're doing things but we're also human so we get sick we get headaches i mean after the 400th time you've heard your child sing jingle bells um bless their little hearts. As we say in the South, um, murder is not allowed or it's very much frowned upon this time of year. So yeah, I, I get the whole pain thing. Um, I just thought it was interesting that the tea I bought for anti-stress had cloves in it. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, well, that makes sense. Cause if you're in pain, you're stressed. Yeah. It doesn't matter where your pain is, your feet, your knees, your head, just Pain. Anywhere,
1: your hands, your you know.
0: Yeah, from wrapping them damn gifts.
1: Mm-hmm. You get you know all locked up and.
0: Well, especially you guys yeah. uh, well,
1: light. it also has a micro anti so you know if you can put clothes on it because you know after all the paper cuts.
0: Uh, and when you're out there hanging those stupid lights and sub below freezing temperatures. It might be good to have a hot cup of tea with cloves in it to ease that pain. Or, you know what? People don't remember what white willow bark is. White willow bark is aspirin, the cedicillic acid. Mm -hmm. A little bit of white willow bark in your tea. I mean, it's slow. I'll tell you all, it does not hit as well as ibuprofen does. I'm not going to lie to you. But if it's not that... Extreme. If it's just a little mm, not feeling really good, that little bit of white willow bark in your tea can kind of take the edge off things, make things a little bit better. I'm I'm only repeating from previous years when I've tried not to kill children, cats. My oh God, don't ever wrap presents with cats. Dogs gonna have to pee every five minutes while you're trying to wrap gifts and keep them hidden from the little guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the grandma that goes and what was it you wanted? Okay, I went to your PayPal account. I went to your Zello account. I went to your Venmo
1: account. I'm terrible.
0: I'm really terrible. But
1: um, I, you, I, know, you know, I I wear an, exercise $300 <laughs> an extra size three hundred dollars.
0: Extra size three hundred. I've never heard of that way. Days I don't have to remember that. Um, I stopped buying gifts for my kids when they had about. Twelve or 13 because we did not see things the same way we were not on the same dimension okay so it became like um the oldest one that's when jordash jeans were out and they were like 50 dollars a pop and i just gave her money and said you go buy what you want because nothing i bought her fit or it didn't didn't look right i don't quite understand when you put something on and you go it looks awful. Unless it's a, a sack of a potato sack, it's it going to look
1: okay. I mean, even a sack of potato soup, you know, so, or they, they started putting patterns on it because they were jerking into dress.
0: Uh, have you seen Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe in that potato sack? Oh, honey, don't even tell me that can't be sexy because she just took it away. She just put that potato That was that just potato Marilyn Monroe.
1: In. That was just yeah, Marilyn right. Monroe. Yeah, I mean, you know.
0: But I get that whole thing. No, I'm I'm serious. Um, it's hard to buy for kids. This time of year is very, very stressful, not just for the normal shit that goes on and the weather.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, I love I love our weather. You know, one day it, it it's kinda like powerball number stuff. Oh, let's see here. Thunderstorm warning. Oh that's what we had today.
0: We had an extreme fog advisory for the last few mornings. It is daytime high here is in the high seventies, low eighties. And it's been dropping to like 60. So you've got this fog issue and it's like, I grew up in the mountains. So I like get up in the morning and I got up the other morning. I went, well, damn, I feel at home. Is this for me? Thank you. I jump in my car. I know how to drive in this stuff. This is what I grew up in, so I'm trucking down. I'm feeling good. Everybody's crawling.
1: It was unbelievable.
0: But I is, burn off here, you know, isn't it, until about nine o'clock?
1: Which is more dangerous than you know? Because yeah,
0: yeah. Here, you got to remember, this is snowbird time. We have all the snowbirds in. Yes. Um, so they're from Canada and all up north are in so the northern guys get the fog because yeah. we're used we, to we, that
1: we grew up with well
0: well you grew up with it and yeah. There was there's burn off everywhere in a mountainous area and everywhere yeah. up north so you can tell that the southerners don't have a clue they're the ones in the car going like oh my god there's fog and I'm like I got up and my phone's beeping like crazy because it's telling me I've got this advisory. And I, I go out to the front door and I'm like, where's the advisory?
1: And I, I, I can still see five feet in front of me. I'm good.
0: <laughs> I learned to drive in West Virginia. You know, you can't see the road in front of you because it's going down or going around the corner or you're in the fog. So I was like, okay, but we've had it for the last week. So it's kind of been fun here. Um, I am big in the warm weather, though. I will tell you, I am sweating in shorts and a t-shirt.
1: So. I was going to say, it was in seasonably warm today. Yes, I had my coat. I had I brought my coat in this morning, but by mid-afternoon, I've got it off. I'm running around a t-shirt. We had the back door open because we were moving some stuff. and
0: It was like, where's the cold? Layer?
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, this feels like spring, not... December. And, you know, I'll probably just jinx myself. We'll probably get a foot of snow tonight, but, you know, that's.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, it was cold last week. here. No, two weeks ago, it was freaking cold here. It had dropped down to where at night we had nights in the fifties. Um, <laughs> and then it warmed back up again. So our our daytime highs are around
1: 80. We, we've had some major temperature swings from like 30 to 60. I yeah thirty. I mean, okay.
0: Mother Nature's playing the Powerball.
1: I'm I mean picking her numbers. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. That's a large temperature swing. I mean, to go from I've got frost on my window to you know it's you know typical springtime weather. It's not December weather.
0: Now I don't know if it's global war- warming or what. I don't
1: climate change. Don't climate change.
0: Yeah, I don't want to say, but I know here we were literally eighty one today.
1: I mean, where we've had I, Florida style weather a lot this year. Where we're fine and then all of a sudden there's a rain rain and then it it's sunny skies. Literally it's been I look upside outside, see the sun and it's raining on my head.
0: Oh, you're in Florida.
1: Yeah, exactly. That, that's why I said Florida weather. I mean that's That's
0: what we get here. That was the hardest thing to get used to here was the fact that the sun is shining brightly and there is water falling from the sky mm-hmm. and it's not a giant bird either.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Interesting. That was one of the unique things here, but there, this is really weird for us. Cause normally this time of the year we start to do, we really do, we do a cool down to where it's like, you know, 60 ish daytime, 50 ish at nighttime. I'm on the west side, so we really don't get that cold because I'm in the Gulf. The Gulf Bay just keeps us nice and warm.
1: All right. It's it's in the evening here right now. It's 55 degrees.
0: In Chicago. Oh, 55
1: in, degrees. In, in this area, yeah, in yeah. Illinois.
0: Illinois. We're well, not that far from Chicago, seriously.
1: I'm about four hours away.
0: Okay, but I'm saying you're not like right. two states away so right. the whole area is somewhere in the 50s yeah see that's incredible we have um right now
1: the, 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 generally this time of year we're you know happy to be in the 30s
0: we're at 75 right now i just pulled it up on my phone and it's 75 i'm like <laughs> And the house has, I mean, it was up to the eighties today. So the house is hot. Yeah, You have to turn the air conditioning on to cool the house down so that you can sleep at night. Yeah. And this is December. Now I bragged last year, I rented this house. We rented it in February. We started our rent in February. And I moved it in February and we have a house, a whole house fan that we can flip a button and it just like zooms out. Mm-hmm. Well, when we moved in in February, we didn't use, we didn't need our air conditioner. In fact, we needed the heat. And I'm like looking at it now, going, like, um, "Are we ever going to get to that point where I can actually try the heater to see if it works?" Mm-hmm. You know, that's Florida for you. But um, it is unseasonably warm here for us. Also, I mean, eighty this time of year is not our norm. Like I said, last year, this time of the year, we were running about 60-ish daytime, which is about right, you know? And then it drops down to February is where we get our cold spell, but this has been unseasonably warm, and we're all, I have a long sleep. Most of my costumes that I wear to work, because I'm allowed to dress however I want, because I work at a warehouse, so I don't care. So I have this, you know, I just bought a new Mrs. Claus outfit, and it's got long sleeves and it's a long skirt. and I'm like, mm, we're gonna have to make that into a mini skirt with uh, short sleeves. <laughs> yeah, I bought two short sleeve T-shirts with little, you know, Christmas sayings on them. I
1: can't wear my sweatshirts. You know, if you go to certain stores, you could probably already find that already made up. I probably could, but you know, I'm not going into those kind of
0: stores right now. Ha ha ha. Um,
1: I didn't, I, say I, I didn't
0: say which store. Did I? I didn't say which stores. Um, but I did purchase a new one because my other one has gone to the wayside. So I got a new one. So I'm going to be Mrs. Claus. Um, oh, okay. that's going to be so much fun. Yeah,
1: because you just don't have the beard yet for, you know, Mr. Claus.
0: Well, I do actually. If I let this girl out and let this girl out. No, I'll just look like an Italian woman. So, I'll yeah. just
1: look like Italian.
0: Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Give her all the you know thanks. I couldn't get her curly, beautiful ethnic hair. Instead, I got her facial hair. Yeah, I got my father's Native American. Like you see this curl. Look at this curl. Isn't this gorgeous curl? Yeah, yeah this is as much curls I'm ever going to get in my life. Um, I used to go get perms. They lasted for three months. Eight hundred, like it would be one hundred eighty, two hundred dollars for a perm, and it would last three months.
1: Well. My wife used to pay to get her hair straightened. It would last two days.
0: You are never satisfied with what you're born with. My granddaughter is biracial, so she has this beautiful hair. Oh, my God, I love her hair. And she would literally be, help me straighten my hair. Only if you help me curl mine. So here I'm running the straightener down hers, and she's rolling mine up in the hot curler. Tell me there's not something wrong with that picture.
1: we always always want to change something about ourselves
0: we're never happy with what
1: we
0: got and that's that's
1: perfect topic because
0: we're we're at
1: yule not being happy about you know remember gift gift receipts anyway
0: yeah yule i love yule Okay. I like Yule better than Christmas. Let me explain. People always ask me, they're like, well, you celebrate Christmas too? Well, kind of, sort of, because my background is, you know, Roman Catholic. So yeah. But I like the idea of Yule with so many gifts and one gift per person and it being very personal.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You don't, you know, it's not like you run out and buy, you know, run to Costco or Price Club or Sam's Club and you buy, you know, something off the shelf. It's you make something for somebody and everybody gets one handmade gift from you. And I really really like that. And the reason I like that, people are like I'm by myself. I'm a single girl. If I see it, I want it. Buy. It. Cuz there's nobody going to buy it for me. Well, you know.
1: A handmade gift means you've put your door- you put some effort into it you put your you know spirit i guess would be the word i would use into it i mean you put you know some time effort to make the gift which makes it even if you make the exact same thing three times over each yeah. one's going to be different each
0: one will have a little difference i know yeah. i crochet so each time i do you either drop a stitch pick up a stitch or something's different
1: yeah I, like i said you can make do the exact same blanket twice you know you, you've dropped a stitch here you've you went one more line too many or if you're, like, trying to blend colors or, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. But it's always beautiful mm. when you've done it. So I'm like, that's why kind of you'll, it sets more into me than going, first of all, I do not believe in going into debt for the people I love them. I've worked hard all my life. I mean, I've done three and four jobs at a time. I'm not joking. I, I literally have. Um, and I always look at it like, okay, well I've worked hard truthfully and I don't like spending a lot of money that I really don't need to You know. People know if you like them or not. at least people around me know if i like them or not because i'm I'm that obvious um but it's also and and i'm not being mean to anybody it's also an idea when you have to sit down and actually look at what you make for somebody and think about
1: it i mean you gotta you know make something for that individual what they like what they dislike you know you've
0: you're incorporating but, colors or animals yeah. or whatever.
1: I mean, my co-worker brought in a hat that his wife made for him. She, she's, you know, I said, oh, does she have, you know, red and black? Because she's she, probably. So she's he messaged her. She's made, he's made, having her make me one. Oh, my God. How special. Yeah.
0: But, you, you know. know Okay, for you Harry Potter fans, do you remember in all of them when Ron's mom made everybody the knitted sweaters with their initial on them? Yeah. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I really do, because you know how long it takes to knit a sweater?
1: Well, if you watch the movies, you see the, it knitting on its own, that's, but yeah. that, that's a whole other
0: yeah, that's a whole other thing. It takes a good while to sit on your butt and make something like that. I have made, over the years, we're, many we're talking butts.
1: While you're sitting there watching TV, you know, whatever, you, it takes hours. I usually
0: start February for Yule. If somebody wants something specifically handmade. Now, I have a, a, an adoring daughter-in-law. God bless her little heart. He always comes up with the most unique things that she wants. And she's she's crafty, but she doesn't sew and she doesn't knit or crochet. So when it comes to those, she's like, oh, I like this. And so I get all these, you know, creative things. Now she wants, um, I bought the material. The dog is going to get a mermaid tail. She has a golden retriever, yes. So I, I have the material. I'm not yet. I'm laying it out now to make her the material. She knows it's going to be late because she got it to me late. But mermaid when people...
1: tail. A mermaid tail for the. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna have to show this off when you when you. Oh, you, you you guys know. will see. You okay, guys you, saw you, me. um okay. knitted. Mermaid. That that's the word for the day is mermaid tail. By the way, mermaid tail. <laughs> the word for the day. I made that
0: sea blanket. That you yeah. crochet that has the different colors, goes to the beach. It has the turtles. Yes, yeah. yeah, I made her that. Um, you know, and it's kind of fun sometimes when someone asks you to make them something because it means that they appreciate and understand your time. But they also appreciate the fact that it's handmade. Hmm. So when someone says to me, oh, and it's not one of those, oh, I want one of those. No, and someone says, you know, I really love that. And they'll make a little change on it. And that means they really want it for themselves because that change, I had a friend who said, "Could I make the the sea blanket? And instead of the turtles, could I put fishes on it? Probably. And they said, because turtles doesn't mean anything to them. My daughter-in-law was born in Maryland, fear of the turtle. Mm-hmm. Terrapins University of Maryland so that was kind of her thing you know because it was fear of the turtle so she had three little turtles on it Mm -hmm. but when someone asks for something that's handmade or they make a big deal of it to me something made you put in the time you figured out what I want what I like how I like it and you put in the time for it and trust me when you crochet stuff or or make something like that it's not days it's months
1: to put that crap
0: together mm-hmm.
1: i only say that because i do it um well, i you knit well i do chain mail that, that is what i
0: you do knit. the chainmail.
1: yeah but i'll tell you what but it's also they, uh, but speaking of stress relief i mean even knitting and things like that while you're sitting down doing it it is very stress i mean it's stress relief i mean you're you
0: make the chain mail pot
1: cleaners uh, what do you mean? The... Okay,
0: I went to a Renaissance festival, and I have a square of chain mail that's this big with a big ring on the end of it, mm-hmm. and you clean your pots with it because it won't scratch them because it's all circles. It's about this big.
1: I've not. I've never made one.
0: You've never. They had them at the Maryland Renaissance Festival. Somebody was selling them for like fifteen dollars, and I bought one just because I knew the guy doing it, and. That has been a staple. You can use it on your cast iron because it it doesn't scratch because it's all circles. Oh. And you just do a quick rinse around with it, and it gets all the like if you if you bake or cook like bacon and stuff in your cast iron, it gets that yeah. crud on it. Yeah, that takes it off without scratching anything. Oh, I love it. It's just hot water and that, and I clean the whole pot.
1: Oh. Well, yeah, I think about it. it? I said, eh, I do, you know, chainmail shirts, chainmail other things I've made, but I've never, I've never made any of those because What what type it, of metal did were they using? Is it? Um,
0: it, it's whatever the chainmail was. I mean, I paid, I don't know, fifteen dollars. Right,
1: but I mean, it could have been because the metals are like uh, the chainmail that I usually make the suits out of is galvanized. So I wouldn't yeah. think
0: it would be. It hasn't changed colors. I've had it for about ten years. It hasn't changed colors. hasn't done rusted or anything.
1: Well, and even even the galvanized, because I use butted chainmail. I literally twist and turn and, um, because you can get riveted chainmail, which is round, but instead of butted together, you actually rivet.
0: Oh, it you together. actually rivet it.
1: Yeah. Give
0: it to you. I don't know. I'm going to have to show you pictures of it. But
1: you're you're going to have to send me pictures. Anyway, yeah, because
0: <laughs> I kind of did right. sit we've, there. Not,
1: we've, we've talked about Yule, what what other okay. holidays?
0: All right. Oh. Let me tell you. I I did my research. I'm sitting here looking at my my notes. Of course, we all know Christmas. We all know Hanukkah. Okay. We Kwanzaa, which is an invented holiday but it has good thoughts boxing day which is europe and that's
1: to, to say what, what little about kwanzaa
0: kwanzaa i did not know that much about kwanzaa it was actually created in 1966 after the watts riot in los angeles mm-hmm. um it is it was an idea to bring together families during the holidays and in um, African-American families, there's always been that separation that the whole family doesn't get together, like, you know, the, the daddy and the mommy and that kind of thing. So he combined the aspects of several different harvest celebrations. This was Dr. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crucify his name. So just to let you know, M-A-U-L-A-N-A is his first name. Milana, K-A-R-E-N-G-A, Karen I'm guessing. Um, and what he did was, uh, it's called the Fruit First Festivals. And that's actually what Kwanzaa means. It's from a phrase, Matuda Ya Kwanzaa, which means first fruits in Swahili. So it's a celebration of seven days where you celebrate seven ideals that you hope to aspire to. So, I mean, it's a really good thing if you think about it. Um, It's seven nights and the children light the candles and on the seven principles, values of African culture is discussed. So they learn a little bit about their African culture and they learn a little bit about the ideals and what they need to set as their goals. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, And it was
1: in that aspect. It has the. What we do, what Catholics do for Advent, exactly. as well as Jewish people do for Hanukkah.
0: Right, for the Festival of Lights at Hanukkah. So that was really interesting. I thought that was a really great concept. And if you take that concept and look at those principles, you put them into use. It's kind of like Hanukkah reliving the Maccabees. You know, they're putting what history back into reality, into today's world. What happened, you know. 3,000 years ago. So I, I really like that idea. Um, so I, I that's a good one. We all know what Christmas is, and that is all left up to Pope Leo, who decided that he had enough of Saturnalia, he had enough of Yule, he had enough of all the other crap, and Jesus was going to be born on December 25th.
1: And okay. that's how you get Christmas. What is Saturnalia?
0: Saturnalia. I keep trying to talk my boss into this. Um, I actually had to look it up. I'm Italian. I admit it. I really didn't know that much about it. Saturnalia is interesting. It is actually, um, a festival in which it's ancient Romans. So this goes way back and we're honoring the God Saturn. Okay. And it normally was held on the 17th of December of the Julian calendar. So that makes a little difference. Um, and it went through to the 23rd of December and it was a holiday, okay, of drinking and debauchery. Okay, so it takes a whole week. If you're debauching, you can't drink. If you're drinking, you can't debauch. So you gotta have a whole week. This is my thing to my boss. Um, it was celebrated with a sacrifice at the Temple of Saturn. And then the public banquet followed by private gift giving and continuing partying and a carnival atmosphere. Okay, the Romans had their act together. It was also seen as a time of liberty for both slaves and free men alike. It was a common custom to elect the king of Saturnalia. It was King Saturn. And that would uh, who would supposedly give orders to the people which were to be followed and presided over with merrymaking. So it's like everybody needs to have a drink every hour or something, you know, something silly. And a lot of the gifts exchanged were gag gifts. They were, you know, the fun kind of stuff. And um, it was called uh, many of the poets and many of the uh, historians of the day used to call it the best of days. Um, it's kind of the equivalent okay. to the earlier greek now you okay. gotta remember guys the greek started the romans followed okay
1: so what did they have on their heads what was the thing that they had on their heads that everybody wore free man as well as
0: it doesn't say what do they have on their head.
1: hold on
0: all I know is that the king, um, in historical Western European Christmas, the custom of electing a lord of misrule, has its roots in their Saturnalia. So when you hear that, uh, it's interesting that it's such an old, old midwinter custom that was, it was really celebrated. So I'm trying to get him into the idea that I need seven days off to drink and do debauchery. Somehow it's not working. Mm. He just keeps looking at me going, like, really? I'm like, really? It's a real thing.
1: There are, like, well, 30... There, there, There's a special hat that... that what is the hat? I, I, I can't find it right this minute because, you know, What's I'm looking it mean? up. But it, it's... It, that... It, it's kind of a funny hat it, that both... That you're supposed to be worn. It's kind of like... Um, Northern, um they have the. It's just a funny hat that they wear, but they but everybody well, it's wears. It's not
0: red. a cheese hat. I'm good. No,
1: no, it's kind of it's kind of got pointed. It's kind of a pointed hat. Kind of reminds me of a witch's hat. That's why I was. Or a
0: dunce that. hat, the kind of know. conical. Okay. The witch hat. Y'all get that? It's a witch hat. Yeah. So but make sure not... you put your witch's hat rather than being in black and purple. Can be red and green. Um, and all they're saying is it was celebrated and expanded to go through the 23rd, celebrated with sacrifice, a public banquet, followed by private gift giving. So, y'all, it's out there. Hanukkah is the festival of lights. Um, Hanukkah is interesting. Uh, I got a very good education, and that. I used to work at the Baltimore Jewish Times. Thank you very much. I learned a lot. Um, it's an eight-day celebration that commemorates the rededication of the Second Temple in Jerusalem. It's known as the Festival of Lights because um, what happened was they only had enough oil for one day. And for whatever reason, the oil lasted for eight days. Um, and that is truly a blessing. Um, and you you do a whole lot of cool stuff. You know, you like the menorah. You repeat the songs and the... Um, biblical responses um it, it is really interesting um for whatever reason the candles kept burning for eight days um and then it's uh each on each of the holidays eight days um another candle is lit and there's a little gift given for each night so they have eight nights of gifts but it's not big gifts it's, it's small you know, little gifts, kind of like advent calendar kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you play the dreidel game. Of course, I love the dreidel game. I always lose, but I love it. Um, and then uh, it's blessings are recited, the traditional food, such as Lucky's. Oh, let me tell you, there is one thing I love our ethnic festivals because it's always surrounded by food. I don't care what ethnic group you belong to, when you celebrate, you eat. And I love eating. So these are my holidays, people. keys. oh my goodness. Let me tell you, I ate my weight in those. They are wonderful. Right over. Quite literally, when I worked at the Jewish Times, every time there was a Jewish holiday, they have food specific to those holidays. So they bring in all of this food and you're like, it's good food so you're like you know both hands and you're appreciative and you're telling everybody how good it is and they're just thinking you're the greatest thing in the world because you're eating their food um yeah i'm into that if it's a holiday with food i'm there. feast, Sorry,
1: of, Unle- but... feast of unleavened bread
0: matzo mm, bread mm-hmm. i love a good matzo bread
1: oh, i'm I, not arguing that. I, that that's one of my favorites
0: my favorite i lived in baltimore baltimore had the second largest george population in the nation at one time so we have a whole area in baltimore and i used to go buy hollow bread i mean i would go once a week i literally drove all the way across it was like an hour drive to get it made fresh i could not make it right i don't care what i did mine never turned out right so i would go buy hollow bread i'm buying hollow bread for Easter Mm -hmm. think about that for a minute guys yes I did because when I started buying I loved it for the taste my kids loved it and then the next thing I know my in-laws and all the family loves it so I've got to send somebody all the way over to the other side of town to buy challah bread for our christ for our catholic holidays don't ask it worked always mixed food
1: well you're, you're you're
0: you're you're just going back to your roots yeah, I, I'm just sharing food. It's just like, I, I absolutely love challah bread. That is one of my favorite breads of all time. And I love it for them when they have the little hats that are filled with like a, a it's kind of like a meat pie filling. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay, the next fat hol- uh, the next holiday, the next fat holiday, that's how I know them. Um, In Scandinavia and Italy, has have St. Lucia. Okay, which is an italian saint that died as a martyr she's seen as a figure of light blah, blah blah she's remembered and celebrated on december 13th so in sweden it's a symbol of light and hope and it's important because it's marked by atmospheric concerts and processions featuring singers clad in white wearing the headdresses featuring actual and that's where you see the headdresses with the little candles in them that's yeah. saint lucia a lot of people think that's Christmas, but it's not. It's St. Lucia, because that usually happens um, somewhere around December 13th-ish, depending on where you're at in the world. So that, that's another one. And that's a fun one, because, again, it's it's eating, because they have all the food there. And it's, um, it's considered pagan, believe it or not, even though it is um, honoring a saint. It's considered a pagan pagan category a little bit because saint lucia uh, with a lot of the saints they were canonized after they were dead so like saint bridget in ireland was a druid priestess but she did so much that she was honored and she became saint bridget so sometimes you got to look at those merging of I don't know how else to say it. That's basically uh, well, how when, I wouldn't say it.
1: When you're going back that far, it becomes legend. Yeah,
0: basically.
1: I, I mean, you're, you're, you're getting stories that have been passed down, that's been passed down, that's been passed down. And
0: every generation puts a little bit on or takes a little bit off, yeah. so we we really don't know. But it's kind of one of those fun things. So um, I know a lot of people who see the St. Lucia and they're ematically going, oh, that's Christmas. It's like, no, no, honey, that's with you. being Italian I do know the difference but when we see that that's our our cool thing um, then you have a lot of you know with uh, there's this one I love this list that I got by the way this list is absolutely and, and where about. did you get this list are you um, I actually went online to about seven different sites it took me all day to find this on the weekend um, because there's like okay global holidays December 1st was United Arab Emirates National Day. December 4th is Ghana Farmer's Day. December 6th is Finland's Independence Day and Spain's Constitution Day. The 10th is Thailand Constitution Day. Well, I'm sorry. The seventh is Thailand King. And let me murder the name again, Buma Bold's birthday. Uh, December the 12th is in Mexico, it's the Day of the Virgin of Guadalupe. Uh, the 16th is in Bangladesh, it's the Victory Days. In South Africa, it's Day of Reconciliation. The 13th is Malta, Day of the Republic. The 18th is Q-A-T-A-R, y'all pronounce that one, National Day. The 26 is boxing day in Europe, which is a fun thing. And in Slovenia, it's independence and unity day. Okay.
1: Boxing day. What is boxing day?
0: Boxing day. That is cool. Um, I learned about this from my mom cause my mom knew about it cause she worked in, England. she was working in England. And this is an interesting one. It's only celebrated in a few countries. It's very small and it originated in the United Kingdom, which is Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and England. Just to give you an idea. During the Middle Ages, it was a day when alms box, collection boxes for the poor were often kept in churches like they are now when you go in the little boxes that you put your change in were opened and their content distributed amongst the poor a tradition that still happens in some areas. It's also the day that servants were traditionally given the day off to celebrate Christmas with their families. This is the 26th, the day after Christmas. They were given that time off because it- They were servants of the family. The 25th is when the family had all their friends and relatives in, so the servants had to work. So the next day the servants were off. Uh, It's now become a public holiday in the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, among other countries. Those are the majors. Um, In England, soccer matches and horse races often take place on Boxing Day, so that's a little bit of fun. The Irish refer to the holiday as St. Stephen's Day, i knew it as saint stephen's day i did not realize that boxing day and saint stephen's day were the same day um and they have their own tradition in hunting the wren which boys fasten a fake wren to a pole and parade it through town um in the bahamas celebrate boxing day is with a street parade and a festival called Junkanoo. so it's celebrated a lot but it's basically the day after christmas where those who were in servitude or working got the day off so it kind of be like our retail stores closing the day after christmas right which is never going to happen
1: no no
0: but that's kind of well,
1: what it would be. You, but a lot of the times they a lot of retail stores have been closing for christmas so
0: i was surprised at the number that closed this year for um thanksgiving
1: I was happy to see them closing on Thanksgiving.
0: I was ecstatic when I was. I mean, enormous. when I was,
1: when I was a kid, my mother worked at Walmart and oh. everything for years, they were closed on Thanksgiving. It was I, that and Christmas. I mean, basically only in, that was the only two holidays they, you, they had off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. there's not much else every other holiday. There's not a sale going
1: on. Yeah. But but you know after Sam Walton passed away it seemed to change after that but we won't go into how the culture of Walmart changed after his passing
0: but I was surprised that a lot of the stores are now going back to closing on Thanksgiving to allow uh, our American Thanksgiving let's clarify that in the fourth Tuesday of November, but a lot of the stores are closing and they're finding out they're not losing sales.
1: Mm-mm. No, so, I mean, a lot of the sales have just been put online, which for the last couple of years, that's a lot of how people have been shopping.
0: Well, because of the COVID, a lot of people can't get out and shop. You know, seriously, I don't see why they aren't closed because you have plenty of time to shop online. Yeah. Black Friday, as we call it here in the United States. Now I'll tell you a cute little story. Uh, My late husband um, worked for the state of Maryland under the Department of Education. Um, They were asked to give up one of their private, personal days to have the Friday after Thanksgiving off permanently because there were so many people asking for that day off, they could not staff the offices in the state. The state of Maryland is shut down on Black Friday. And they did it as a group. Um, and as much as I didn't like it, because he, the state has so many holidays as it is. I, he was off half the year. Um, I really liked it because it didn't promote. They really didn't promote it to do the Black Friday. They did it because nobody was there to work in their offices. Right. So it gives you that four-day holiday. You can do with it what you want. But you get four days off that you can actually breathe. Yeah, you know, and I really like that because, as the person who did most of the cooking, when you got home Wednesday off of work, you started in that kitchen and you. Cooked <laughs> no, all no, day no, no,
1: no, 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 no. You you already had stuff. You already had stuff percolating oh. while you're at work. Don't get me. Don't we give don't, me don't me even
0: work. count that
1: okay counting,
0: when you hit the, the door on the wednesday night you have a list that long of all yeah. the crap you've got to get done before the next dinner so our house wednesday night was pizza hut or Domino's because there's
1: no way i have my oven you, 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 okay my- I, I can picture your house they're eating your they're eating pizza Someone shoving a piece of pizza in your mouth as you're stirring, and
0: as I'm running across the front yard to my mother-in-law's house to check on the turkey I have in her oven, the turkey yeah. I have yeah. in my oven, and the ham that's in the other oven, yeah. and I'm running
1: you, you, literally. You, and, and you you have four burners going on your your place. You have at least two burners oh, going. Yeah. the and at we least, have the
0: grill going. Uh,
1: uh, yes. And then you the have the rack of lamb on that the
0: grill.
1: The grill. <laughs> you got the rack of lamb on the grill just because, you know. So
0: you have to remember, I catered and I owned my own catering company. So the assumption was because I catered, I could cook for a dozen. million people. Jeez. And my cooking must be good. That's all I can say because people came back year after year to eat again. So it must have been halfway decent. But it was, and in Maryland, oh my gosh. Do not cook a turkey if you are not making a separate state of oyster stuffing. That is against the law in the state of Maryland, by the way, th- just to let y'all know. So I had to have regular stuffing. I had to have stovetop stuffing, because this is homemade stage stuffing. This is stovetop, and this is oyster. So you had three kinds of stuffing. And that was true at Thanksgiving as well as Christmas. And Easter. Uh, Easter, we did the hams.
1: Um, Hams, yes. Oh. And I don't do Okay. Right around Easter, usually that's when we had the ham and the lamb.
0: Ham and the lamb. I always tried to do lamb chops. uh, Yes. Whatever I could get. Now, it was tough sometimes in Maryland to get uh, a shank or to get the crown. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you just couldn't get it. Um, it comes from New Zealand, actually. it's most of the lamb we got was New Zealand lamb. I don't know about yeah, you. I don't know, I don't know where it comes
1: around here. Oh,
0: uh, in Maryland, it was mostly New Zealand lamb. And if you weren't there, if you didn't already put your order in with the butcher, forget it. You're not gonna find it in the grocery store. So it was before Easter hit. I go to the butcher, and I'm, I'm, you know, you're doubling phone calls because you got the butcher on this line for the the ham, you got the butcher on this line for the lamb, and you're trying to get everything together. Oh, Cooking is lots of fun, but Christmas always involved a ham and a turkey, occasionally a goose or a duck, because his sisters. His sister lived on the eastern shore, and the other sister was married to a hunter. So it's whatever they brought home. Like, oh, what is this? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a duck. Okay. What would you like me to do with it?
1: Pluck, pluck.
0: pluck. Oh, yes. So, yes, we would have duck or goose, ham, turkey. And all of the 400 million sides that go with that, that yeah. I will to even talk about because they're Irish. So they had their Irish stuff that I learned to cook. And then I had my Italian family. We had Italian stuff come in. So our table. Okay. Okay. What would you prepare for the Irish
1: side?
0: Believe it or not, champs, which which I can eat. Colcannon, I cannot. I would eat the champs, I'd make champs and coconut. I always did an Irish soda bread, and that would be depending on what literally my father-in-law asked for, if he wanted raisins, currants, uh, dates, or whatever in it, because you can make it like 400 million different ways. so whatever he wanted that year, he would say, well, I want so-and-so. And I'm like, okay, that's what you get. And I would make a loaf or two, usually of whatever he requested. A lot of times it was raisin. He really liked the raisin uh, and the dark raisin, not the golden raisin. So there's a difference there in how you cook it. So I would make him his soda bread, his Cole Cannon, his champs. Then I would make regular mashed potatoes. Then I made the candied yams and... sweet potatoes with the marshmallows in them so yeah and then all the vegetables and then his um sister would bring me the fresh oysters from the eastern shore because that's where she lived and i mean we're talking fresh by not even being just being in a tupperware or a ziploc bag in ice is my oysters so i'm shocking you had
1: to crack them them in
0: I'm shucking oysters. So we had oysters on the half shell and always made the sauce to go with it. But then the oysters that I would say, okay, these are mine to cook with. These are yours to eat. You know, I had to make that separation. Mm -hmm. And then of course we always, Baltimore, we had to have crab cakes. You have to have crab cakes and day on your table at all times. That is a religion. Okay. So, and you laugh, but I'm serious. I would make crab cakes for Christmas. So we'd have the fresh-
1: Kind of like the oyster oyster dressing, right?
0: The oyster dressing, the crab cakes. Um, Oh my gosh. By the time I got done cooking, I felt like I'd been through a war, but um, he had two brothers and two sisters, plus family and aunts and uncles and whoever else happened to come by. So I was always cooking for at least Thirty people, thirty to fifty people every year. So I based my allowances on that. But yeah, um, in Baltimore, you got to have seafood, or you know, you're condemned to die in hell, or some level of hell. Well, I'm not sure which level it is. But I, I made sure we had crab cakes and steam shrimp, Baltimore style. Go with Christmas dinner. And if anybody's heard the song. Bobby Bois, and you can look it up, it's called Crabs for Christmas. There is a real Christmas song called Crabs for Christmas. It's made by a guy from Baltimore, and it's about him wanting crabs for Christmas. So if I could get them, and a lot of my friends were commercial fishermen, and I would put my calls out, and I'd try to get at least three or four dozen crabs in, and I would steam crabs for Christmas. Out on the grill. That does not happen in the house (laughs) at the outside activity. All right. Well, our time's up. But we're going to hit really quick, a couple more that might not be well known to other people that even though you're celebrating Christmas and this is why I like happy holidays because there's so many freaking holidays at Christmas that you just can't keep them straight. You actually have Buddhism which is December the 8th, and it's a day of enlightenment. So if you're Buddhist, we're celebrating you. Um, Christianity, of course, has Advent. And believe it or not, I'm, I didn't hear of this one for a while. St. Barbara's Day is December the 4th. Okay, and that's that's a big thing. Uh, December the 5th is the Feast of St. Nicholas is celebrated in parts of Europe on the 5th and the 6th in the Alpine countries. Remember St. Nick is who we get our Santa Claus from. So that's kind of an what, interesting. What day is Krampus day? Krampus day is December the 5th. Yes. I love Krampus day. I, I have been posting and everybody who's on my Facebook knows I have 4 million posts of Krampus. Why? Because I think that is the best way. Look, we never did Elf on the Shelf. We had mm-hmm. Belt on the Shelf but we never had Elf on the shelf and Krampus is a way to keep his little buggers in line until Christmas day, you know, and I really like Krampus. I do. And that's December the 5th and that's in Alpine countries. that was more of a thing up there and it was about St. Nicholas and it was about the stockings cause he would put the gifts in the shoes or the stockings. And that's where we get your stockings are hung by the chimney with care.
1: The hope of St. Nicholas soon would be there.
0: Exactly. And then you have the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, December the 8th. Um, and that's a very big Catholic um, feast day. And then, of course, you had Saint Lucia, um, the longest night. Woo-hoo, that's us for the winter solstice. OK, I, I shout that out because a lot of people don't understand what Yule is. It's longest day, shortest, longest night, shortest day of the year. So that's kind of interesting in um, December the 19th is actually, in most Slavic communities is St. Nicholas Feast Day. So you're talking about the Slavic communities over by the Balkans celebrated that then. Um, Anastasia of Smyrna, is December 25th, as well as Christmas. So that's another feast day. You have the 12 days of Christmas from December 25th to January 6th. Do you know why it's that long? Because the seventh is what? January 7th, Feast of the Epiphany. Uh, Yes. And that's the Epiphany. My sister-in-law was born that day. She always thought as a little kid they cut the Christmas tree up because of her birthday. They kept it up because of the epiphany. That's okay. He had that for a while, but that is a very important day. And from the 25th until the 6th of January, the 12 days of Christmas, that's when you get all the, the wonderful, you know, partridge in a pear tree. And that song that everybody knows, five golden rings um, that everybody can say,
1: Hinduism. Here in a tree. Oh, that's the other. That, yeah,
0: <laughs> we have a, a pagan version of that, which is so cool if you're interested if you go onto youtube and type in pagan christmas songs there is a a singer out there and i for the life of me cannot remember her name but she does the 12 days of christmas she does uh dancing in a winter wonderland she i mean she has a repertoire of every christmas song done with pagan lyrics i highly recommend if you're tired of whatever you know you hear jingle bells another time you're going to strangle somebody go on there and look also look at some of the other pagan artists i know cloud has a couple out there that are really wendy cool Ruhle. wendy rule wendy Rule, sj tucker mama gia i can sit here and list them all off but
1: if you're really interested uh, in listening, Brian H- uh Hinky just put one out oh did he really well wendy i don't know if he just put one out but I, I shared it on my page. Uh, he yeah, I saw it. that. He showed it, and, and I'm like, yep, I gotta share that.
0: Right. <laughs> there's so many songs out there that have a pagan base to them that go ahead and go on YouTube, download them, give the singer some credit. But this one girl does them all. She does Dancing in a Winter, Dancing in a Wiccan Wonderland. Oh my God, that is so cool. So you've got all of that going on. And on top of it, like Hindu, um, you have the five-day Hindu festival celebrated from the 21st through the 25th. And it's in honor of Ganesh. Who can beat that one? I mean, really. Mid-December to mid-January is, and I am not even going to try it, it's called Movable. And it's via Contra Ekadashi. And I know I really butchered that one, beyond all hope. Um, December 23rd is a humanist holiday originated by the New Jersey Humanist Network in celebration of a humanist version of a good future. Think about that. Of course, we have Hanukkah. We have Yol. We also have Holiadah. Slavic. It's a winter festival celebrated in late December with parades and singers who visit houses and receive gifts. In the Persian calendar, December 21st is yul And it's a turning point. The winter solstice, the longest night of the year and the beginning of the lengthening of days. And uh, in Iran, it means birthday eve. So there you go. Satanism. Hey, we're going to throw this one out here. The 25th soul evictus a tst satanic celebration of being unconquered by superstition and consistent in the pursuit and sharing of knowledge i mean that's pretty cool you also have world's aid day uh, december the 1st has something to keep in mind for um everybody out there you have the international day of disabled persons december 3rd Boxing Day, Human Rights Day is December 10th. If you feel your rights have been in any way defiled, that's a good, good thing to think of. Hogmanay, the night of December 31st, the dawn before January 1st. It's a Scottish New Year's Eve celebration where they eat that haggis. Crap, wow, stop. We're not even going to go there. Okay, now, if you do not celebrate December the 25th, as Christmas or as a religious holiday, Newton Mass, N E W T O N M A S, is an alternative to celebrating the religious holiday, Christmas. Some atheists and skeptics have chosen to celebrate December 25th as Newton Mass Day due to it being Isaac Newton's birthday. So that's something to keep in mind when we have Kwanzaa. A New Year's Eve. Oh my God. Everybody knows New Year's Eve. I'm not even going into that. Y'all suffer with your own hangovers. No, there is no magical spell that will take away a hangover. Sorry, you're screwed.
1: Um yeah, there is. There's a magic spell you can use. What? Don't drink. Don't you...
0: <laughs> Thank you, Jason, for that one. Like, that's gonna go over well. Um, um,
1: that is the, the magic spell not to drink. I mean, you know, to,
0: that's the only way to do it, and I'm gonna tell you <laughs> otherwise hangover um they have oh miss osaka is december 31st and that's a japanese traditional celebration the last day of the year uh in the zuni and Hopi, it is december 21st it's called Soyal, winter solstice we already know what that is uh zeminoff day is december 15th and that's the first birthday of ludwig Zemenof, the inventor of Esperanto holiday reunion for Esperantists. Okay. And watch night is December 31st and Saal is December 13th and it's a celebration of the Shia Ismaili Muslims of their Imam. So there's so many holidays out there. I don't want anybody <laughs> to think that anybody is Pulling them out or disregarding them. When people, when Christians say Merry Christmas, they're actually expressing a holiday thought of the time of Christmas. And if you look at Christmas for what it really is, it's a giving holiday. It's a holiday of family, of home, of hearth. It is the ending of the year, the beginning of another year. So Don't take offense when people only know Merry Christmas. Many times it's because of their ignorance of all the other holidays. I always reply back with Happy Holidays.
1: We've been studying religion for... Oh, my God, too many years. Yes. And some of these were new to us. I I, I will have to admit, some of them were even new to me. And, you know, we...
0: Well... The UU churches. Now, when I say UU, I mean Universalist Unitarians who have a CUPS program, which is the pagan side. Yay, them. December 13th is a celebration. I'm sorry. Um, The first week of December is a holiday created in 2005, celebrated by some UU churches. So, I mean, and then they have the fictional parody. Okay. Now. If I remember right, I saw one in here that just blew my mind away. Um, They have a lot of different fictional. A Star Wars Holiday Special, Life Day, Wookiee Celebration of Life, featured in the Star Wars Holiday Special in which Wookiees gather with family, wear long red robes, and sing under a sacred tree of life and reminisce. Okay, that is a made-up holiday. That sounds pretty cool. Um, (laughs) I have a list of all these made-up, like hogs watch. Is a a celebration of the fictional world of this world very similar to the Christian celebration of Christmas? Festivus. This is my favorite. Festivus. 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 Okay, December 23rd, the parody holiday created by Daniel O'Keefe and made popular by Seinfeld as an alternative to Christmas. There you go, people. Pairing
1: of grievances. That, that's part there, of the holiday.
0: Yeah, there's like, I don't know, 30 listed of not real, how do they put it? Um, fictional or parody holidays. There's like 30 of them. I'm sitting there going, of this shit? Um, but somebody did. So, when you're looking at the holidays, December is jam-packed from 1 to 31. Whatever you celebrate, celebrate with your family. And me, Celebrate with love. It's a celebration. My ass is there because I (laughs) like to eat, I like to drink, and I like to have fun. So, if that's your idea of fun...
1: Celebrate
0: debauchery. debauchery, debauchery, That's why I keep telling my boss, you know, if I'm debauching on Monday and Tuesday, then I need Wednesday to rest up and drink so that I can back out Thursday and Friday and debauch again so that I have the weekend to drink so I come back to work on Monday. Even didn't quite buy that. So I'm gonna have to work harder next year.
1: Yeah, you're, you're So all to
0: I wanna say to everybody out there is celebrate how you celebrate. All I can say is make your own traditions,
1: Make happy them in love,
0: and happy Thank holidays you. from us to you and i hope you enjoy them have a great night everyone